popping <laughs> <laughs> It's your homie ATM. It's your boy O. And we are the Lingo Baby. Yes, and today we have a very, 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 very special guest. Uh, second time on the show, first time on the podcast. First time you were on the radio show, but now we're here on the podcast. Y'all even remember those days. If you even remember, Ooh, if you was here, tap into WRW, bro. Yeah, when we was just the radio show. But we have a very, very special man on our, our industry plant. Jordan Rose in the building. Uh, that's the plan. Jersey City in the building. Yes, sir. Big J. C. in the... <laughs> oh, no! Nah! <laughs> nah! Oh, nah, baby. <laughs> you got to close the thing at the bottom. Oh, okay. The latch. No, you have to close the latch on that door. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, scared. sorry y'all. The Woo! door just kind of opened and like, tweaked everybody out for a second. Oh uh, yeah, Big J sitting in the building. Big yeah, J Cole staying in the building. All that, all that. Um, you oh know. my god, I saw the craziest shit in Jersey City one time. <laughs> <laughs> I like, feel like that's a great way to start like any story about Jersey City. I saw the craziest crazy shit in Jersey City. Yo. Son. I saw a colorful ass bando in Jersey City. That shit was like green and yellow, but I knew it was a trap house. Like Son. you could tell. I was like. First time I ever brought Manny to Jersey City, it was like we was at. It was nighttime. We was going to my grandmother's house. Why a a big ass a uh, husky running loose? Two ops trying to reel in this big ass wolf dog on my block. Never seen that shit before in my life. I'm like, yo, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's Jersey City for you. Sorry, some shit. I went to Jersey City for the first time on Independence Day. Yeah. Fucking torn around foreigners. I had like fifty of them, like just in like one bus. There was four buses of us, right? So it was like me and like let's say twelve <coughs> other people, coworkers. They went to go they had to see Pitbull. They had to see um, fuck, um, Akon. Like the, fuck? the free live concert y'all have at oh, the Fourth of July at the fireworks. Yeah. Bro. Somebody got stabbed in the mosh pit, bro. Everybody scattered. It was like a block off. Like yo, don't go behind the block off. Niggas is dipping. The fireworks came. These niggas scattered like rats, bro. Like. <laughs> Shit. Yo, nah, I'm never going to Jersey City. <laughs> like, it's really yeah, clipped. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like that. <laughs> it's really clipped. <laughs> I almost went to Jersey City to pick you up, but I was not into that. Yeah, what that would have been OD. I wasn't going to let you do all that. <laughs> I got to ask you a question. What are the top five hoods in Jersey? Like, what are the, like, you know? What do you mean like, by top five, though? Like, like, like most dangerous or like just kind of like the hood? Like, not nah, like most like prominent, most I feel like. I would say like most prominent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like probably Nork. Nork. Shout out to Nork. Shout out to Nork. Nork, Patterson. It's not Newark? Nah. It's Nork? It's Nork. It's Nork? Nork. Nork. It's Nork. It's not no Nork. No, it's not Nork. It's Nork? Facts. See, now like that. You probably say, yeah, nah, I was just Nork. Niggas be like, oh, I am really. I'm valid. Facts. So it's like Nork, Patterson. Newark, Newark, Shout out to Nork, you feel me? Nork, Patterson, of course, Jersey City. Uh, Camden and like, what's PB? PB. <laughs> what the fuck is PB? I don't know what PB. <laughs> I never heard of no PB. You drinking uh, Ramapo, bro? Ramapo. Ramapo. Shout out my niggas at Ramapo. Shout out my niggas at Sakorkis. Not the Ramapo. Not Sakorkis. 
That's Hawk is Nissan, nigga. That's a whole yeah, nigga. That's, that's the Jersey. fucking Meadowlands, bro. Yeah, no, like, it is. So deep. Yeah, oh, nah. shout out my niggas in North Arlington. You feel me? Big shout out to my niggas in Playful. Shout, shout out my, my niggas, niggas in Fort Lee. Me? In Peeway, my niggas, some my niggas in Old Bridge. You feel me? All them, all Jersey worldwide. You feel me? You know we out here. Oh, man. God. Yeah, so, yeah. Mark, what'd you say the top, like, five, top five hoods in New York? I was just asking about the, like, basically, like, what are the boroughs, basically, of New York? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess. I thought that was like. I, no, I, but that's I, not would you go with thing. like, like, would you go within the borough? Like, let's say, I mean, the city is made up <coughs> into five pieces. So yeah. I was just thinking, what yeah, are the five quintessential pieces? Yeah, of but like, if you ask me that question, like, I would then like, if you ask me that question as a New Yorker, I would have to return with like, hoods. in what borough? Okay. Like, yeah. if you ask me, oh, what are the top five hoods? I'm like, in what borough? <clears throat> I guess I was like, I wanted to get the more broad answer. Like, mm. what are like. I would assume, like, what are, like, the five? Because I assume, like, you know, outside the city, like, those hoods are, like, those are, like, be borrows to us. Like, how big, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is it? Like, nah, like, mm, see, uh, I can't really, rel- like, I don't know relative how large a borough is to, to like, a town. But, like, Newark is pretty big. Like, Camden is big. Jersey City is, like, they all, like, bleed into each other type shit. Word. But, like, I don't know if you can compare it to a borough and stuff. Honestly, maybe you could, and I might be bugging, but I don't know. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, because Jersey City feels small to me just because, like, obviously, niggas have been in there all the time comparatively to, like, a Brooklyn or the Bronx or some shit like that. But, like, Word. It, it probably is, like, damn near close to the same size type shit. I feel you know? it. I feel it's like, nah, I spent... I spent man time out in Jersey. More time yeah, than ever. Fucking Rambo, folks. What you say? But it was in the, the forest. Uh, Mawa, bro. <laughs> <The> sticks. <laughs> nah, that's OD. Yeah, right, bro. Shout out to the sticks, though, man. They got Wawa out there. How do you feel like growing up in Jersey shaped like your musical experience? You know, like I know definitely region by region, but I, I feel like Jersey and the city so it's like different places. Yeah, no, nah, I feel like, I mean, I was just like, always just like, and it's coincidental that like, Lauren Hill's from Newark, mm. but obviously like, I grew up listening to her a lot. And also because I think my mom, like, my mom deeply influenced all of the music I listened to. So like, she grew up in the projects in Jersey City. So she was just always on, but like that kind of like, that shit kind of bled into, like New York shit kind of bled into Jersey shit at that time. You know what I mean? Like, if I was coming up, like, a little early, I feel like I've been listening to a lot of, like... I mean, even rappers who came from Jersey kind of, like, went into New York. Like, you know, shout out Joe Budden. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jersey, Joe Budden. Jersey City's finest. You know what I'm saying? Joe um, he feels like a Jersey rapper. Bro, he from Jersey City. I was telling... Yo, I was telling Money, my grandmother knows his mother. Because he, like, bro, everybody... Like, he, he was really... It, like I think he lived across from you from like uh Lincoln Park. Shout out to everybody from Jersey City who knows about Lincoln Park. Like I think he lived right across the street from there. So it's like he was out there. Like people knew his mother, like people knew him. Mm-hmm. But he would like he would be in Jersey a lot, but he'd be in the city a lot too. So like in terms of like, yeah, I feel like I feel like the influences like were New York adjacent. Yeah, yeah, type shit. Definitely. Hey man, everybody wanna be in the city. They, they, see see there they go. There they go. I'm talking about everything. I don't know, man. Yo, there was a fire article about New Jersey's influence in hip-hop that, like, Vulture published recently. Go go check that shit out, because... I'll dead read it. It's, it was dead-ass, like, very much so talking, not even just about Lauryn Hill, but talking about how, like, fucking Redman is from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's like, and I, I now I don't think Method Man, but it's like, mm-hmm. so like significant members of Wu Tang, like there's like significant pieces of his of hip hop history that come from Jersey that just yeah, honestly get fuck, overshadowed. I was gonna get overshadowed. No, but like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. If niggas is not fuck that because if niggas is going through their life. Jack and Shaolin, Staten Island, then fuck that. Niggas is not Jack and Jersey, bro. Yo, listen, no one's, no one is, like, no one's on the track gonna be like, oh, uh, you should, you know what nah, but like, but like, that doesn't take away the the influences. The read the article. I, read, I'll read, read it. Read, read I'll read it. I'll read it. But Send my point is, is like, can. Can the, can the city get its flowers if the artist? What you mean? Can the city get? Oh, oh. The artist ain't even giving it its flowers, like. Bro, the artist ain't even crediting, yo, crediting yo, Jersey for uh, shit until it's like an interview. Okay, up, dude. Yeah, holds the whole, I'm a, the whole state. I'm gonna deflect just the article. Okay. Read that shit because it was well researched. Well, <laughs> it was it thorough. Was thorough. You feel me? It was thorough. Sanction. <laughs> I read the article. Not for real. I was gonna ask another question, but did you want to ask? No, Can you? How do you feel personally about the mag system and like? the major mag <laughs> if you can give like you know like but one sentence one sentence pitches for like this mag is like ah, 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 ah. you know what I'm saying like how do you feel about all these different ones you want me to put call <laughs> out by name mm. I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say I'm this I'm gonna say this most most of these like major publications and stuff like that like a lot of these major mags are run by like in terms of the content that's put out, like one person or two people, like it's basically any article, any interview, any idea that goes out of the mags into the masses are filtered by one or two people who are like, you know, staff editors and you know, pe- tenured people who have been given the authority to dictate what's cool and what's not cool, what's right. dope and what's not dope. Which, you know what I'm saying, is fucked in the sense of, like, you know, oftentimes publications are influenced by, like, you know, they won't publish. An article could be really interesting. It could be really poignant, but they won't post it or they won't uh, greenlight it because they don't want to get an artist tight. Like, I've been in fucking um, editorial meetings where niggas had a pitch about something. Mm. And, like, for example, Tyler, the Creator and something around Tyler, the Creator but the mag wouldn't clear it because they didn't have a good relationship with Tyler, so they didn't want to really write about Tyler type of shit. Um, and then vice so versa, weird. like niggas will, you know, That's suck crazy. mad dick, like wow. because of the artist and who it is. So it's like the mag system is it is what it is. Like the blog era is gone, and it's like this is a whole new type of era that we're in i feel like the blog era was different because people could write what they wanted to write right. and it could be like not independent but it was like much more free because it was like there wasn't so many rules and more so like you know everyone was just kind of doing their own thing and then connecting with each other naturally but now it's like corporations control magazines right it's capital yeah you know, so like, it's, it's like all based on the money flow now like, every fuck the money up. exactly now it's all about the clicks it's all about the clicks whatever will bring in the clicks is what's gonna get pushed and what's gonna get published like that's what it is you know so it's pretty ass it's but sick. yes it, it, but it it's is very what gatekeeping. it is oh yes very much gatekeeping and a lot of these editors are fucking assholes so 
not name any names, but like not gonna name any names. A lot, a lot. Like I won't say a lot because I can only speak from my experience. <laughs> like uh, from my experience, I'd say like a th- like. Forty percent or like thirty percent of editors are assholes, which isn't that bad. From just my experience, like I know other people have had no bad experiences. I know other some have had just only, only bad, bad experiences, experiences. You know what I mean? But it's like for me, I've had like one really bad experience, and then some like just assholes with asshole tendencies, and the rest just kind of neutral or like great. So yeah. you know, it really just depends on the person and like you know what they think is important, which is kind of is fucked when they're controlling a whole mag, but... Yeah, it's a lot of power. It's like, a lot of power. person's opinion, I mean, like... Basically. What? The person above them is, like, what, like, shareholders? Some nah, shit, like, like... It's, like, in terms of, like, edit uh, editorial and, like, articles, it's, like, the editor has the say. And then, you know, that's, like, I, you pitch to an editor, and then if the editor fucks with it, they fuck with it. And, like, if they don't, they don't. There's no, like, arguing from the perspective of the person pitching it. Like if I if I if my pitch got dubbed by an editor, that's just it. Like I can't go pitch it to another person in the same publication. I'll just pitch it to another publication altogether. What's the turnaround times? Like depends. Oh, in terms of like right, responses. Like, yeah, like all right, okay. Like so, you pitch something. What's the response on an acceptance, and then um, now what's the delivery time? Well, it depends. Ideally, usually, like let's say if I'm pitching an interview, like hopefully the the response whether it's greenlit or not it comes within the day or the next day because usually a pitch like if i'm pitching let's say like i just did an interview a reason so like i would pitch that interview a reason like a week a week and a half before whatever he's dropping drops or whatever my peg is so like i want to talk to reason because he's dropping an album on friday so i would pitch that shit like a week before or mm. two weeks before so that you know, I can have enough time for myself to obviously formulate the pitch, give it to the editor. They can think if it makes sense or not. Uh, and then, boom, find the people to talk to, da 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 connect, figure out a time to schedule the interview, talk, do the interview, write the shit, and then edit the shit. So, like, you want to have at least, like, a two-week span for that. But, like, in general, it usually depends. Like, most of the shit that, like, comes out is, like, timely. So, it's, like, all of the turnaround times are pretty fast. Unless you're doing, like, um, something that is kind of evergreen. But, right. like, and even that, like, even sometimes, like, shit just, just takes a long time. It just depends on who, who the publication is. Like, one publication, I pitched an interview, did the interview, and then it took, like, a month. Literally, like, almost a, an entire month and then some change for mm-hmm. that interview to come out. Um, just because of the circumstances of the publication and shit. But... Damn. Yeah, and then my bag took even longer to come because after you only get the bag, the invoice system is ass. After like what, like clicks and shit? Like after you nah, get like you that? you secure a rate at the beginning. Like let's say I want to do an interview for three hundred fifty dollars. Like that's my rate. So you agree on the rate. You got to write the shit, get the shit done, and then they will send you your invoice. So it's like that's another ass thing about this shit is like the money comes later. When it comes to that specifically, or like, and even like, there's something called net thirty, which is like, if you some publications do net thirty, which is you do a project, it could be a big project, you have a lump sum to send as an invoice, but they pay under net thirty, which is it takes thirty days for your invoice to clear. So literally, I did an entire project like in fucking yeah. August thirty first. No, yeah, August thirty first, and my 
bag didn't come until basically October second. Because of the net thirty. Like it's ass. It's ass. You know? Honestly, bro, like on the business side shit, that's just literally a way to just cut down your margin. Like expanding your payables as far as possible is the mm. best way to save money. And of course we're gonna do it with salary. Cause fuck these niggas. And that's fucked up, bro. I didn't know that's how that shit worked. Yeah. Hey man, that's capitalism. Dang, I never what knew how that shit worked. Like how do black reporters get paid? Like fucking capitalism. Damn. Nah. Is that like? Are you like in like a a union, like a writers union? Like, nah, I fucking should be. <laughs> Probably. Nah, like, cause it's like, yeah, there's definitely one that I should definitely, you know, maintain <coughs> my rights. Mm-hmm. But it's hard, cause like you know, especially like even mm-hmm. me, like you know, niggas is up and coming. Like niggas is still trying to like grind in this shit. You, you know? We feel like we don't have the footing to do that. Like. Yeah, like I'm like I'm always like, like I just honestly just Your rights king. I just recently. Not recently, like this past summer, learned what like a good rate is for different things. And I only learned that because I'm blessed to have colleagues who are older than me in this shit. Thank you, who have done this shit obviously and know rates and know what you should get paid for a specific word count right. or a specific mm. length of article. Oh, getting paid on word count. Yep, it's different, but like something is like set. Like certain, like you should never get paid under two hundred fifty dollars. For an interview, no matter what talk, it is. Talk to young writers. Talk, you feel me? Never. And the biggest thing is this, and something I learned, and I'm so glad I learned, never fucking write for free. Ever. For someone else. If you're writing for yourself, and you're writing to put out dope shit on your own shit, that's fine. That's funny. But. It's funny that you say that. Why? Considering who mentored you. <laughs> it's blunt. <laughs> Wait. Because, like. I remember asking that same very question to her, and she was very much like, "Bro, like, hit up these, hit them up, just write shit, like, and just." Hit well, them see, up. that was. I feel like she was coming from the same perspective I was coming from in the very beginning, which was like, you know, to like establish yourself or get established in some way. Like there are certain sacrifices. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, don't also come into this shit like. You dick swinging. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> hold the door like fuck dick. everybody. Nah, like, know your worth, but also be realistic and reasonable. Okay. Like, when I was interning two summers ago, you know, one of... I, I was like that, you know. The internship was coming to an end. I was trying to secure, like, a, what a, a going forward point would be. And I was like, yo, like, I... Like, whatever y'all need, I'll do. Like, I'll write for free. I'll do whatever. And one of my bosses at the time stopped me, and he was like... No, like, do never, never say that at least. Like, you could think that and you could do that, but don't ever say that out loud because you're just fucking it up for somebody else. Because writing is already something that is undervalued. So for you to say, I'll write for free, you're already putting down the stock of every mm-hmm. other writer like you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was talking to somebody about this before, but it's like writing is such a utilitarian thing. Everyone Word. does it. Word. It feels like it's not a specialized, crafted skill. You know what I mean? It's like... You you write in every facet of your life as being a literate person. So because of that, it's normalized. Because of that, it's not looked at as something that uh, should get paid the way it gets paid. And so it's taken a lot of from journalists before me up until now to get journalism to where it is in terms of getting paid. You know what I mean? So it's like 
Yeah, I feel it from that perspective. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you definitely have to pay your dues. You definitely have to, like, this journalism shit is definitely still, I feel like, very old school in that, in terms of, like, the climb and whatnot. But also, there is no... Another thing that my boss said to me, which I'll never forget, is, like, I asked him, like, okay, I want to get to where you are. How do I do that? And he was like, there's no roadmap to this shit. Everybody's path to getting to wherever they are was different. Like in other businesses or, or in other industries, it's pretty fucking clear cut. You know what I'm saying? You do X, Y, Z, you take yeah. to get to entry level position, to get to the next level position, da 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 da. But this shit, bro, right. for him, he started by making commercials for uh, Jimmy Iovine, right? Jimmy mm-hmm. Iovine would just wow. basically mm-hmm. fly him out to do whatever for Diddy and them because he just had that creative mind. And he was working on Bad Boy, like, as an intern, grew, 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 whatever, whatever, started doing commercials, started doing ads, da 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 da, and then eventually made his way to Complex. Where? Where he was doing what he was doing there. So it's like, but it's all different. We're also not in a, we're no longer in a time where you can, like, just sleep in an office space for, like, two weeks and just grind. It's just not like that. You know, internships aren't like that anymore. There's laws and shit. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. then, it was kind of like, fuck it. Like, you could really like, yeah. you could really sleep in the office for the entire week. Why was things getting hazed? That's how that shit feel like. Yeah, I like this. Um, I'm good. Are you good? Um, yeah, but like, so shit, time is there. I've also changed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but like, so. yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not saying... I'm not saying, just know your worth. That's what I'm saying. You need to know your worth and add tax and be realistic add, with yourself. Tax. You know what I mean? Because you also can't, yeah, like like Omar said, you can't come in here like talking crazy now, you know what I'm saying? But also you can't over here offering like slave labor. You can't be like, I'm going to do all of this for free and just because I want the experience, just because I want X, Y, and Z. Now, there's certain things that you can do and should do for free, but there's other shit like... Asking both writers in the room. How do you put a price tag or not a price tag, but like a value on that piece? You know, like, how do you say, all right, I'm going to come to you for this X, Y, C number for this piece? Well, it's different for every like publication in terms of rates. But like some shit is just kind of standard and other shit like and which is I what I learned just from like talking to other journalists. It's like I learned, like I said, like you should not be getting paid under two two hundred fifty for any interview if it's greenlit. Because once your interview is greenlit, that means they're that they're willing to pay for it. Like and that's when you start negotiating the rate. Usually you pitch an idea first. If they fuck with it, dope. That means they they know that you're gonna ask for money. So then you negotiate the rate for it. Um, and then it's just different like. For some, like, and also sometimes it's based on word count. So, like, if I'm going to write a 3,000-word essay for you, I'm going to get paid at least $600, $700, at least. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and also, it just depends on the time that goes in. Some publications pay by the word, which, not some, just, like, the NY Times pays by the word. But, like, you could add that fucking up. They pay, like, a dollar a word. For, like, the NY Times. So, it's, like, 3,000 words is yeah. that. Oh. So, you know, they get... But also, it's NY Times. And, like, you're most, like, tenured... Most of the, like, journalists I know who are, like, legit, legit are still, like, praying for a byline in the New York Times. You know what I mean? Like, they're different. Some, like, legacy mags like that and publications like that are just different. Wow. Well, I was asking, like, 
you read a piece and you're like, yeah, I'll pay like $150 for that type of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're thinking about it like a painting. Yeah, nah, like the final product isn't what you're paying. Like, you're paying for the idea. Like, if you, like, let's say you're the editor and I give you an idea. Paying for the idea and the labor. Yeah, exactly. Like, I give you an idea and you fuck with it. Then you're like, all right, I know. And then you're green. You only green it because you trust that I can write it. There's like also like a fucking like uh, most mags you have to sign a I forgot what it's called but like a clause where like if it doesn't go through you get paid a a lump sum regardless. So it's not like if you dubbed a piece and didn't come out the way you thought it would something happens where it can't be published da 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 where you're not gonna get paid. You have to like nah, cause that's fuck. You know what I mean? And but also pitches fall through sometimes and like you you <coughs> get like before you even write it and you don't get paid. It's like yeah. a whole. It's a lot of free fucking game. Because I didn't know any of this shit like a minute ago. And then I just kind of learned, learned, learned through fucking trial and error. Writing shit for way cheaper than I should have been writing shit. Free game. We gonna learn. Yeah, it's a lot. Paid. But don't get me wrong. I write for free. Like, I write for myself for free. Like, to put it in perspective, when I was first starting to get involved, like, super get serious with my interviewing and, like, my interview writing, I would literally... Hit up these artists myself, not connected to any publication or higher entity. Tell them who I was. Tell them what my idea was. And that was it. And I would find like their publicist. Tell them, run it all down. Tell them it's not going to be on a major publication. It's going to be published by myself. And it's going to be dope. And I would have to convince them. So obviously, like, you have nothing to gain or lose really from that. But you, mm-hmm. you have nothing to gain. So, like, why waste that person's time? And I did that with Deontay Hitchcock for his debut album. I did that for Guap That 4000 with his Rona Rap series and his upcoming mixtape. Like, and that's how I like built a portfolio for myself so that when I go to a publication, I'm like, I've right, interviewed, interviewed these people by myself. Oh, word. So here's what I've done. Mm. Fuck with me to do this. Um, it's kind of how that shit kind of went. <laughs> It's like it's just always thinking what like what could I do? What could I write? What can I say? What's going on? Like, cause it's like my my biggest like stressor is like missing something dope. Cause yeah. obviously you know music, like, yeah, music, like yeah. just like you know the stories that I could have told, like the, the like the like just just things that I could have had dope ideas for that I really fuck with them. Like damn, I could have like definitely wrote some something about this. Like I always worry about missing that and. After the fact, so it's like now I'm trying to be very proactive and like be on top of everything that's going on, be on top of be on top of the things that I give a fuck about, so that you know I can think about the shit that I give a fuck about and try to you know put out something meaningful yeah. for it. I like all that shit too, and like <sighs> trying my best to not fucking fail at school, bro. Like doing like the bare, bro. Literally right before bro. y'all came, son, I was like. I was like, fuck, all right, bet they're on their way. And I was washing my hands. Like, yo, that was a good game, bro. And I was like, washing it. She was like, oh, shit, I have a quiz doing like 12. Like, what time <laughs> is it? Bro, I run to my fucking laptop, so I'm just like, oh, shit, bro. I just start at nine minutes. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, yo. I'm just like, see, like, and this was literally a do or die, like, situation, because mm-hmm. last week I literally did the same exact thing, and that mm-hmm. time I forgot. And it, was, right. it was my birthday. Okay, so, so I was like, eh. I, I completely forgot. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So I was just like, I was so, I was literally tight myself. I'm like, I almost let this happen again, bro. Like, right. So I feel like it's like finding like, 
it's like trying to do like look big picture but also have like crazy detail to like mm-hmm. remember to do like the most monotonous shit you know and that's exactly like, the school shit I don't it's, it's like back thought now I feel like I've learned like alright I feel like I've got the knowledge I needed from the school process I'm good I just have to finish Facts. you know like Facts. she was ridiculous bro yeah man trust me I know like school shit is OD yeah it reminds me of what one of my OGs um used to tell me freshman year um shout out Kelsey Davis bro Back. shout out Kelsey like she's telling me about like you know this 24 hours in a day and like you gotta like make, take the most advantage of it and shit like that like and I'm just like yo like I, at the time I was just like ah like whatever but like I couldn't really like appreciate it until mm-hmm. like I told him I feel like a senior I feel like yo like really off this school shit bro like yeah, you know, I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm actually seeing like I feel like that's when like my freshman year I think like her like senior year pretty much mm-hmm. and like she was having that like that vision mm-hmm. of of course like the the beautiful country she has now and mm-hmm. I feel like that was like her like dig in years type yeah, shit and yeah. I was just like yo like now I see that and I'm like wow it's inspiring now cause now I can like appreciate it yeah nah literally Fucking Kelsey, man. Shout out to Kelsey. Because I, I, I was with, you know, Kelsey was one of those people that helped me also just kind of like get into a, a niche of grinding. Because I fucked with the collective for like about a year on the, like when they were starting to just develop their digital presence and whatnot um, from like an editorial standpoint. And that was the same year that I was like, I was just doing a lot. Like, I was just doing a lot from all angles and perspectives. And it really just taught me how to focus and allot my time and energy. Like, you know, right now, I mean, I'm doing probably the most I've ever been doing just from a consistent standpoint. But I've, A, gotten very used to it. Like, before, when I was just starting, like, early in quarantine last, uh, earlier, earlier this year, last year. Like, the a fucking 10 to 6 riding shift would kill me. And that was all I was doing. I was literally just doing one 10 to 6 shift uh, a week. And that shit would kill me. Like, I could barely get through the... the t- like, it would just be so long. Like, 8 hours of straight riding would just be a lot for me. Now, it's like I work, like, 24 hours... 25 hours a week riding. Like, just straight... Because I work wow. the night, the like the fucking five to midnight shifts on Friday, Saturday, the three to eight shift on Sunday, the 10 to six shift on Thursday. And I'm still doing like side, I'm still doing, and that's just news writing. Like that's literally just my music news writing. And then I'm still over here trying to figure out, I, I want to do an interview with so-and-so because their project is dropping. Let me find their publicist. Let me find a publication that will fuck mm. with it. If the publication I'm working for doesn't fuck with it, Finding that, figuring that, scheduling that, boom, getting that like all simultaneously as I have all that news writing to do, while simultaneously I'm fucking running a, the digital presence of another magazine that I that's like I'm a part of and I've been a part of and I have responsibilities to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to keep that digital presence and those articles and everything pushing out at the same damn time, while I simultaneously have to fucking do school. Like, yeah. so it's like it's. Yeah. It's right. like school. Graduating. Right. Yeah, like graduating. And so it's like I'm learning how to, 
and I'm getting a lot better. I think just because I'm getting used to working a lot. Like I'm now like just been. I'm now it's normal to do all of that shit. So it's like, you know, I it's like I've grown to to handle it. So it's like I'm learning to how to, how to like figure out how to allot my time and energy, the right amounts and intervals. So I don't burn out, you know what I'm saying? Like last, like weeks just be long, but it's like once you get yeah. through it too, you mm-hmm. feel yeah. Weeks be long and fast. Mm-hmm. It's just the days, that's, like that's like a thing. Yeah, nah, I feel that because it's like I feel like especially for me, it's like I'll I'll know I have a super jam packed day of mm-hmm. like shit to do, and I'm like, all right, this day is gonna be like a a marathon. But once I get through it. I feel great, like, yeah. and so that's really what it is, like, once you just get through, like, you know you gotta do all this shit, you know it's gonna, you know you gotta just bunker down and do it, like, you just I gotta bunker you. down and grind, you know what I'm saying, I think that's what's really important, not to, like, push it off too much, or, especially just in this shit, just cause I feel like, shit that you think is important, or shit that's important to you, you're gonna just put, put time towards, you know what I mean, so... That's what it is for me in, like, this writing shit, yeah. and I've just, I've been working on and learning how to how to put the right time into it type shit. Yeah. I definitely feel that. I'm trying to, like, learn how to apply that more into my daily life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a struggle for me because I feel like I'm, I didn't have that, like, disciplined mind with, like, school mm-hmm. type shit. So now I'm, like, learning how to apply that more because I genuinely fuck with the shit I'm doing on my side hustle. Yes. Like, the managing, you know, trying to come, like, against, like, that A&R scene, like, I'll put the time into that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, so I feel like I'm now in that early stages of the fucking, you're 10 to 6, so like, shit, I can't, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? Not to that extent, but it's like, I definitely feel like I'm in the, those early stages where I feel like I'll get to that point where I'm like bugging and I'm just doing, focusing on topics, getting through my whole projects, and I'm excited for that sort of shit. All right. You straight? Yeah, I just got really late headed. No funny shit. I am th- 30 minutes and three hours away from being up 24 hours. God damn. Why? I woke up at 5 a.m. yesterday. Why'd you wake up at 5? I went to sleep at <coughs> 10 o'clock the night before. Like, I don't know. Like, everybody was at the crib, and I was just the only one, Dolly, and I was just like, I'm not like shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, and I woke up to mad mixed text messages. Like, bro was like, yo, like, you up? I was like, man, like, Jose wanted to hotbox the car. I was just like, damn, like, Like, I faded. Yeah, but I'm like, it's 5 30. I was like, I'm gonna go back to sleep. I kind of like, I was, I don't know, I woke up, I was like, I feel like I could take this time to like. Get some shit done Did early. Mm. I broke clean my room, and I started watching mad like videos. I put away to like my site. I'll watch that later. I was like, okay, it's later, and I just watched it. And I was like, okay, I learned some new things. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I feel like I'm fucking with it. And I just went all my day. I just kept on going. Went to the mall. Like, I just just kept on going. Like, packed my bag for um Cali. Like, valid. Like. I don't know, bro. It felt good, but I'm just like, damn, th- this hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna do this every Friday, maybe. Every Friday. I feel like Friday I have no class. Like I feel like this is like my day, like mm. my personal day. 
Like, that's important, I feel like. Or, like, yeah, I could never. <laughs> but, like, I feel like... Yeah, more power to you. Yeah, nah, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm always might, impressed by people who do that shit. Bro, I might, bro. Bro, listen, I was watching um, a master class, bro, and a winner. She was like, yo, I wake up 5.30, bro. Every, every day? day? Every day. Shout out fucking Vogue, man. Bro, she's beast. You want to be beast? Yeah. <laughs> do what beast do. Like, do what beast do, she do. So I felt like I, I felt like that was like my challenge. I was like, all right, let me stay up and just get shit started. Hmm. And I fake fucked with it. Hmm. Nah, fuck our landlord. I got screwed over with our rooms because I feel like my bed, like I'm set up. Like I feel like I have to like crawl out <laughs> of my own you bed. You dead do. Instead of like just like swinging my legs out. I feel yeah. like I'll be way more productive. I don't like productive. that you have to do that with your bed. Bro, I hate it. But it's I also like it. how the couch is now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like if you set up the couch differently, then that would be a different case. Yeah. But, yeah, no, you did gotta crawl out of bed. What's going on in hip-hop? What is going on in hip-hop? I mean, a lot going on in hip-hop, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to bring up a question that I brought up earlier to Jordan. Because um, we were driving up here to Q's, and um, Deep End Freestyle by Sleepy came on. Uh, shout out Sleepy Hollow. And I had asked Jordan, like, oh, like, do you think, like, Sleepy and, like, Chef, like, are ever going to, like, leave the city? And by that, I mean, like, their sound, like, their music, like, mm. is it ever going to transcend? And essentially, like, Jordan was like, well, they would have to change their sound. So I, like, brought up this question of, like, well, with that being said, is that to say, like, Brooklyn Drill can't travel and transcend the way Chicago Drill did? I, I say, before, I'm going to get ahead before you say answer Never, never change your sound to fit into an audience that you want to get to. You have to wait until your audience gets hip. That audience gets hip to you, and they realize that I'm a sound that cannot be ignored. Hmm. That's my personal answer. Because you're different. You are you. Hmm. You can't, you know, be anything you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would hope so, that you're genuine Mm -hmm. in the, the music you're creating, right? So, why change? Hmm. That's the way I see it. Interesting. You want to bring up the point you brought up earlier? What was I talking about? Oh, you're talking about... Um, what was I talking about? Oh, I don't remember what I was talking about, but I think I remember what I was talking about. <laughs> um, In terms of like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. I remember now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, yeah, because you're talking about Brooklyn Drill, Chicago Drill. Obviously, Chicago Drill is the originator that created Brooklyn Drill, that created... Grime, like UK drill, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so obviously, I feel like because Brooklyn Drill was just kind of a, a child of Chicago Drill, like I think Chicago Drill, Chicago Drill will always kind of reign supreme as being that originator. And then Brooklyn Drill, I feel like if for it, for Brooklyn Drill to kind of reach that level of impact that Chicago Drill did where Chicago Drill created other types of drill for Brooklyn Drill to then kind of influence that like it did with the UK and do it more because I feel like a lot of people feel like Brooklyn Drill is the originator and not Chicago Drill you know what I mean that's based, just not a fact yeah based on like the uh, how popular Brooklyn Drill has been people and think and got popular yeah exactly them. and that's because of like you know we just talk about pop and like his influence on you know bringing that shit to the the UK and 
Like, just him it's being... mainstream, too. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? And just also helping a lot of niggas like Fivio 4 and like, you know what I'm saying, Sleepy Hollow and them niggas out of Winter Circle. Um, shout out Winter Circle to to get to that level, you know, of being more regularly listened to. With getting Drake to do, uh, you know, feet collabs with a Sosa Geek Fivio 4 and, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, to do shit like that. And have Drake even, like, and Demons really, he adopted that drill sound. You know what I'm saying? That is influence. So, you know, I feel like when, we kind of what we talked about was like, when Bobby gets released, you know, I feel like that'll be a <sighs> real resurgence. You know what I'm saying? Like a year. Yeah, well, we were talking about it. We were like, we really hope that like Bobby and like Rowdy and like niggas who do make music and like GS are just like putting this in a like <clears throat> putting this like in a as positive like marketing perspective as possible. High key, like on some like he could do something great. Like he could like get out and drop something amazing because it's already everyone's on their toes. Everyone's already waiting on something. So it's like, he could really drop the bag like and fumble that shit crazy and give us some bullshit. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's still going to be listened to because niggas want to hear Word. what the fuck Bobby yeah, got to say. the first one's going to hit a billion Like, it's trees. going to hit regardless. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is it going to be, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then I remember, like, we were talking, we were like... And, like, it's so upsetting that it always has to circle back to this, but, like, me and Jordan, like, brought up a good point of, like, oh... Like, we feel like the only, like, Brooklyn Drill artist who could have really, like, helped that transcendence was Pop. Mm. And it's like, you really see it on the, like, post-mortem album, like, the post-humans album, because it's like... Yeah. There's so many cross-cultural, like, songs that all work. You know what I'm saying? And they are mainstream, yes, but it's not like it's not Pop. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Right. And it's like, that's still a Brooklyn artist who will still rep Brooklyn every song through and through. But it's crossing boundaries and it's crossing cultures that it's like, it's bringing Brooklyn drill to ears that like people are not, that aren't hearing it otherwise. So it's like upsetting that it goes back to that point. And again, like somebody taking, taking way too young, but it's like, that's like a drill artist who had that capability. Mm. I don't see that with drill artists out now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like only time will tell, man. I feel like. I feel like with every song, I feel like they get bigger and bigger until... But does their sound change? No. It's very stagnant. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the only thing I feel like... And not even change, but does it even progress? Like It's just, I feel like the biggest... I think like the crux of it all is like they need to be uh, open and able to collaborate with other sounds. Like yeah. Pop got with Jack Boys, got mm-hmm. with Trav, you Absolutely. know what I mean? And that, They're very insular. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of like Brooklyn drill stays in the city, Brooklyn. like stays on the East Coast, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's like, I like we think this like sound is regular and we, we listen to it often because we're on this side. But and like, like, a lot of, like they want to be the king of the city. Like to yeah. them, that's the world. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. And I get that, but it's like you also want to, like in order to expand the genre and to expand the sound, you want it to get out of your region. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I think of like almost equivalents on the West Coast, like Mozzie and them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, when I think about Mozzie, I that's what I what I think like West Coast sound. Mozzie. I think of Mozzie. I know. I just I I remember if, I'm a big fan of his last project. Um, but like that no kind of respect to Mozzie. I was just like I know that's slang. That's that's lingo in the city for top. 
What? Yeah. That's OD. See, y'all always got some OD shit. Talk about motherfucking day room. That's the stupidest. That is, that no, is, that is no, by no, far the dumbest slang word I've no, ever no, heard in my no, life. No, no, no. Day okay, room? Two things, two what things. is that? How did, how did that derive? Things, where, right. where does that come from? Two things, right? I let y'all get away with trees. Back to Mazi. Back to Mazi. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Before we go back to that, I'm not letting a Jersey nigga... With uh, from a city with no fucking original lingo or slang to come go. tell me the shit lingo. about us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lingo. Like day this room is, is what dumb. we do. Point blank period. Like day room is a dumbass. What, what word. do y'all got? What do y'all got? We What's don't need that for day room. Bro. All right, what's lingo? Yo, pressure's on. You got to start saying right. Every person that comes here, they're gonna write. One piece of lingo, like a dictionary. Yeah. Okay. Right now, adjective, okay. Explain okay. it from their city. Their city. I mean, stamp it on. So think about that. See, but y'all can try yes. to ja- like, like we could go back over all day. What's like? I could say shit. And me started in Jersey. You could say shit. And me started in New York. Okay. Say, okay. Like. You can say say less started in New York. I can say say less started in Jersey. Like, real shit. Real shit. Real shit. Cause think about it like this. When I came, like I spoke like this already when I came to Q. So how do, I, I'm, I don't be in the city. So how did I get that? I we borrowed it from. Fuck out of here! Like like certain things can you be. You know shared. what it is, bro? Is that Jersey niggas love being in the city? So yeah. they be hearing it in the city and taking no, it back, bro. No, I'm, bro I promise bro, you, bro. That's cap. I know right? a Patterson nigga that just that, loves being in Harlem. Okay, like you definitely have the yeah, you have those niggas who be like <laughs> ah ah like they live on the Hudson. So it's like I'm always in the city. I'm, the, I'm from Patterson the Bronx. Is not even on the. Not, I'm not even talking about. Pat- I think more T neck. I mean, shout out everybody T neck. Like T neck. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of Patterson, cause Patterson by the GW type shit. Like those towns, whatever they try to juggle from the city, just like Camden niggas act like they from Philly, cause they on the fucking. They were, they, I mean, they're right there. They're on they're right by the, the fucking bridge. bridge connected to fucking Philly, so Camden niggas be like they from Philly. Nah, bro, I'm good off all of that. Okay. I went. I went to the Rutgers. Are you okay? Oh straight. shit! <laughs> Swallowed wrong. I was like, yo. Oh, oh my god! Shit. I went to the Rutgers Camden campus. Okay, so you seen it? Yeah, so I saw the bridge. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, that right shit. There. That shit is right oh, there, bro. Why was you in Rutgers Camden? Huh? What was you doing in Rutgers Camden? Uh, there was some Asian. Ah, uh, you know. I was like, how you guys up over there? Yeah. But um, yeah, nah. So don't fucking talk to me about no motherfucking lingo, nigga. When y'all talk about Dave room, the fuck? What is that? Real shit, what the I fuck is that? Really, it's day room. It's so you know hard. who's a day room nigga? Tory Lanez. That's a day room nigga. Day, like, does day that, room. Can okay, you just say corny? Uh, I couldn't you just no, say corny? corny is like, okay, <laughs> corny is corny, but day room is like extensively corny. Like, it's corny yeah. with no, like, no motive, like, no respect. Like, you're literally just a corny. I feel like, like day room is a word, is a lingo that finds you. You yeah, know what I'm saying like when you bump into once you find room, somebody who's day room, it hits it like hits that's you. a it's day like, room nigga. Day room, yo, it gets you mad. Like it's like their corniness just gets you tight. You know what a Jersey slang? I feel like copy. I feel like ah hell no, y'all copy. See, yo, niggas is OD. I never heard anything Jersey original. Yeah, cap. Cause y'all not from Jersey. Obviously, y'all don't think where you from is where it started. That's how New York niggas feel. You niggas think they invented like fucking sliced bread. Like y'all got it, okay? Alright, like fuck out of here, bro. Shit. Oh. Sit in between yeah, two get New York niggas. Shut out the fucking jersey, yeah, man. Shout out to the fucking traffic. Shout out to the 908, the 21 fucking seven, man. Yo, all my niggas were wobbles. <laughs> 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 
Fucking 732. Y'all know where the fuck you at, man. 201, nigga. I also saw a lot of Emily Chopper. Oh, yeah, man. Nah, I don't want to fuck with Ellie Chopper, a lot of... Nah, I stopped um, fucking with Ellie Chopper when I saw that he was, like, trying to kill his ex-girlfriend. Oh, my God. Is he from Jersey? And No, nigga! Oh, I was like, like, fucking... So I was like, I heard that shit. Every like, day. Day. Uh, he from the South. I or he from Memphis he's type from shit. He's from Memphis, I think. Yeah, but don't shout out Ellie Chopper. <laughs> like, okay. I don't... I, like, I saw the whole thing. It was like, they have receipts of him tweaking, and then it was like, that's why he's on this rebrand of being, like, super... Awoke. Awakened and I'm awakened. awakened here. Man, he's also a kid. He's like 17. He's dead yeah, 18. Bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, fun. what? I was like, that's crazy. Oh, he does better. NBA Young Boys is like 19, 20. 19, 20, 7 kids, herpes. Young Boy never broke a game. You okay? I'm 22. And <laughs> yeah. these niggas is like. The old head. Bro, speaking the of, resident old head. Speaking of resident old head, I'm making my writing debut for Okay. Oh, that's a fact. Shameless Absolutely. fucking plug, man. Absolutely shameless fucking plug. Facts. Um writing about Griselda. 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 <laughs> Shout out Buffalo, man. Yeah. Shout out Buffalo for real. Yeah, shout out Boldy James. Shout out when you're gonna come back and holler at the orange man. Cause that was fun. I heard that shit. I was like, uh, I was like, not gonna lie, bro. I was like, over quarantine, I was like, oh shit. And I was like, I heard the intro song to the album. Next track, I'm like, and sh- I'm gonna go up to what the orange I'm like, what? Yeah. Do what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love shit like that. I love, like, I'm like, I can, like, relate to, like, shit. Well, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm had ass for that, but it's okay. But nah, I really fuck with that, and like, I love how like there's that city love between like the Buffalo, Syracuse, Detroit. I guess. And, I guess, yeah. You know, it's it's dope. Like, and I feel like it's crazy that like not many people know who they are like at all mm-hmm. type shit and I feel like that's how like I skewed the the like the article and I feel like I don't know hopefully be like a good dope primer I feel like that's the the lens I try to like write it oh yeah I feel like that's valid I hope I hope y'all fuck with it let me know if y'all hear this and y'all see the article hit me up let me know how y'all how y'all fuck with it it's my writing debut Oh, yeah. it's your baby yeah, it's your firstborn. that's dope Aww. Favorite slang term I ever heard? That you ever, ever heard or grew up with? Even if you never used it per se, but some your favorite slang term you ever heard. Oh. From specifically Jersey City that Holds you heard. On. Holds on. This is a, this is a <laughs> loaded question. Because I really got to like... You got to think about it. OD, like... Because like... Because like, there's definitely... A, I have an answer. I just never thought about it. Like, all this shit that niggas used to be saying, like... Honestly, yo. Say it with your chest, bro. Claim it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. Claim it. This came from Jersey. And when everybody in Jersey, all your people be like, yeah, yeah. you're right. It could be like one of those. Either, I got, it's either honestly, and y'all can say what the fuck you want to say. Okay. 
It's either copy or facts. And I facts bo- both for similar reasons. Like like copy was used in all forms and iterations. Like niggas be like copy, like question copy or copy like confirm copy. Uh, oh, no, but you know what? I take it back. It's facts. It's facts. Because facts was like... See, niggas is OD. You see how you're OD right now? <laughs> you see how you're Nobody right? said anything. Finish you your... You Not finish. You were saying it with your chest, bro. Finish your statement. It's facts because it's like... Facts was the most versatile that niggas was always saying. Like, I can't... Like, like say less with some shit niggas started saying like later on. Like, OD... Fucking shitting me, like. Oh my god, you're getting more and more deeper into city lingo that I'm like, you're fucking. But facts has always been there. Shitting me originated in New York. Nobody can say shit to me. You are shitting me if you telling me that shit started in New Jersey. Shitting me. Or or words to who? And words to who? Words to okay, but words to who? Words to who? Words to who? Words who? Words who? Words bro? He's bugger right Yeah, like... But, okay, I'll let you rock on copy and facts, even though... Okay. But I really would have to think... But facts definitely, you dragged it. Facts definitely started in New York. I'm not saying what started wherever. I'm just saying what... what Where my roots in it lie. Okay. But, again, I really need... I'm gonna really think about that question. Because I now I wanna... I'm gonna end up hitting y'all up. Because I really... Now I'm thinking about that question. And I'll, I'll figure it out because I know there's an answer. I don't know if that's my confirm confirm answer, but that is my first answer. So right now it'll be copy of facts. Facts. Yeah, I'm not gonna write it on the wall yet, but I'm not gonna write it on the wall. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna think about it because there's definitely there's definitely something that y'all can't jack like oh ah ah like ah ah like fucking city shit. <laughs> Fuck all that. I promise. That's what we selling. Yeah. That was you didn't get Yeah. Oh, no, Nick, no. I guess that's what Jersey niggas sound like. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all they're like, go. Fuck it out, yo. With that being said, y'all, it's your homie ATM. And it's your boy O. And it's your boy Jordan. J Rose, the one and only. And we are the Lingo Baby. Thank y'all for tuning in. To episode yes, four. Uh, shameless plug, you can follow me on Instagram at Saint.Rose, that's S-A-N-T-S-A-I-N-T dot R-O-Z-E. You think I was doing this before. It's my first time. Find me on Twitter at J Rose the Return. That's like D Rose the Return, but like with a J. Like R O S E. And you can follow mixtape. Mixtape Mag that uh underscore S U. You know feel me? Follow us online, mixtapemagazine.com. Got a lot of, uh, the online, excuse me, got a lot of dope shit coming out. You got pieces from me and O dropping. A lot of dope shit, a lot of fire content is on the way, and... Be yeah. on the lookout for my, my man's on, on many publications. Chill, you feel me? You know Check the bylines. Read yeah. the fucking bylines, bro. Yeah. Don't just read the fucking article or the fucking headlines. Check who wrote it. It's important. Shout out to journalists worldwide, bro. Shout out to freelancers worldwide, bro. Be grinding. Alright, y'all. Stay up. Stay easy. Later. Peace.